and call this meeting to order. Good morning, everybody. The first thing on the agenda is S 1101 Renewable Water Resources. Uh, that's a Greenville Spartanburg bill. Is it? It doesn't look like there's anybody to speak on that. Is it? Okay. Is there anybody here to explain that? Looks like not. Would you like to explain it? Yes, sir. Okay. Mr. Chairman, uh, th what this bill makes two changes to the local law that governs the Renewable Water Resources, REWA, which was formerly known as the Western Carolina Regional Sewer Authority. The first change would be in the map number designating the territory for the authority. We have copies of the map if you would like to see it. The second change is instead of having um, seven members from Greenville and two members from Spartanburg, it would move the one of the Spartanburg members to green, uh, be a representative of Greenville. Uh, currently, even though there are two members for Spartanburg, the second seat has never been filled, and that's part of the reason for moving it to Greenville. Okay, thank you very much. Um, after speaking with the senator from Greenville, it seems like they've come to an agreement on this. Are there any questions from subcommittee members before we... Move on that? Okay. If not, I'll entertain a motion. Is there a second? Second. All in favor say aye. Aye. Any opposed? All right. S1103 is next on the agenda. That's the extension of the sunset of prohibition of eminent domain. Uh, Senator from Aiken is here. Would you like to explain that real fast, sir? Okay. You can do it from right there. It's fine with me. Um, thank you, Mr. Chairman. This is a bill that. Um, would extend the moratorium on uh, the use of eminent domain by petroleum pipeline in South Carolina. There's currently an, a, a moratorium. It expires at the end of June, I think, of this year um, or sometime later this year. This would extend it until the end of November of 2021. We currently have a bill that I filed in the Senate. There's also a House bill that was filed by Representative Hickson in the House. Um, the um, parties that have been interested in this. We've been in discussions about some, about how we may move that bill forward. Um, but it, it, it's my impression that it, we probably will not be able to get this bill passed this session. So we filed this extension of the moratorium. It's my understanding that everybody's in favor of extending the moratorium. And I would ask that y'all just move this forward. All right, and this is just petroleum, not natural gas, just for Correct. clarification. Okay, any questions from the committee? Okay, I'll entertain a motion. All, right, all in favor say aye. aye. Any opposed? Thank you very much. Thank you, Senator. Third thing on the agenda is H4940. That's the RTO Study Committee. <clears throat> um, what we'll do first is, I think, to, to prevent any further confusion on RTO Study Committee, what we'll do is we'll get Heather to explain what we are interested in talking about today. I know there's a House bill and a Senate bill. Uh, we're going to get Heather to introduce to us what we're going to plan on voting for today and talking about today. <clears throat> so we're not confused any further. Heather, if you don't mind. Yes, sir. And each of y'all should have a side-by-side -side, um, at your desk. Um, I'm just going to highlight the differences because there are a lot of similarities between the two bills. The first um, differences are the whereas clauses. Um, there are two additional whereas clauses and some additional language in the House version as opposed to the Senate version. 
And when I say the Senate version, I'm referring to the subcommittee amendment that was passed for 998. Senator, yeah. given given that whereas clauses are about as useful as the resolutions we send to Washington uh, from time to time, I would just say we adopt the Senate version of whereas clauses. <clears throat> that, if if we want to do it, that's fine with me. We we can certainly do it bit by bit and piece by piece. Um, that may be less confusing than doing it all at once. Yeah. So um, we can do it like that if you'd like to. I, I, what I what I'd like to do though. Um, if if someone since we're going to do it like this since there is a side-by-side -side comparison this could get sort of confusing if we have somebody that would like to speak directly to that point and has a real objection that wants to come and talk directly to the point that was just raised I'd like for you to raise your hand and come up as we do that and we'll dispense with the public comment as we go like that if that's the will of the body okay All right, is there anybody that really wants to object to the whereas clauses Okay, thank you very much. All right, so we'll entertain a motion to adopt that version of, okay, thank you very much. Second. All right, all in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? Thank you very much. Okay. okay, so the next deals with the membership of the study committee. The House version had six legislative members. The Senate amendment had eight members, and each were to represent um, or to be customers of different electric utilities. Senator from York. Um, well, I was just going to suggest we take the Senate's version on um, representation from the General Assembly and the House version on representation from outside of the General Assembly. Okay. Could you tell us one more time what that was? It was six. Yes, sir. There were six in the House version, um, three appointed by the Speaker, I'm sorry, by House LCI Chair and three appointed by Senate Judiciary Chair. And in the Senate amended version um, from the subcommittee last week, there are eight um, members, but each of those members, legislative members, would need to be customers of the different utilities. So you've got Duke, Dominion, Santee Cooper, and Co-op, and a direct service Santee Cooper. Um, Great. Okay. And, Senator, your suggestion one more time was? That the subcommittee adopt the Senate version for uh, membership from the General Assembly and the House version for, for membership outside of the General Assembly. And there were a few technical changes um, that were made um, for the, the Senate subcommittee amendment. Did you want to retain those for those? Retaining the, the previously adopted changes. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Is there anyone in the audience that would like to speak directly to that point? Anybody that has any objections to that point? Thank you very much. All right. I'll entertain a motion to adopt uh, the Senator from York's suggestion. All in favor say aye. aye. Any opposed? Thank you very much. All right, third point. Okay, the third point. Um, there were a few items um, of difference for what the sub subcommittee, the study committee, I'm sorry, would need to take a look at um, between the House and the Senate versions. Um, one, for instance, the, the Senate version had stranded cost and cost mechanisms to recover that. 
and redesigning consumer rate structures to align consumer interests with electric system interest. The House version um, had establishing joint dispatch agreements among state or regional utilities and study cost benefits to consumers and financial operation impacts. Senator from New York. Given that all three of those components are important, I would suggest that we keep all three. Okay. The suggestion is we keep all three. Are there anyone in the audience that would like to specifically address that point in the thing that whatever this thing is we're adopting, <laughs> the bill we're adopting, I suppose? Anybody like to speak to that point specifically? No? Thank you very much. All in, uh, let's um, I'll make that have a motion. All right. Very good. All in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? Thank you very much. Okay. And, and for when the report is to be issued, the House provided for January of next year, the Senate version provided for March of next year with the ability for an extension. Um, there are a lot of things that the parties are currently working on, um, and it has been asked to consider to extend the date even further to make sure there's a quality product. Mr. Chairman, I'd uh, move that we extend that date to November of 2020. 2021. November the. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let's back up. The House okay. version, Senate version. Are both 2021, but yeah. March okay. and, um, versus November. January. Okay. Is there anyone that'd like to speak specifically to that point? The Senator will be making a motion for November of 2021. Okay. Thank you very much. Is that a motion, Senator? Is there a second? Okay, all in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? Thank you. Okay, and the final point is the House version required the study committee to retain an outside expert and provided for funding by utilities underneath the jurisdiction of the PSC. The Senate did not have similar language to that. Senator from York. <laughs> Given uh, my understanding is that um, another senator who has an interest in this legislation has spoken with um, the chairman of the finance committee regarding funding, and so I would suggest that we um, adopt the, the Senate's version of funding in this case. Okay. <clears throat> You've heard the suggestion. Is there anybody in the audience that would like to speak directly to that point of financing the uh, study committee? Oh, we've got one taker. Come on up. We hit the green light. Hit, hit the green light, please. Jamie Golden, behalf of Energy Market Reform. Uh, to Senator Clymer's point, and, and Duke Energy is here as well, uh, we worked with staff. I think the intent to what you were speaking to is Senator Davis has um, spoken with the chair of Senate Finance about getting the funding. In there, though, the House language actually has language that would have it coming out of an assessment on utilities. And so what I think would be proposed to you all and, and Senator Clymer, I think this gets at what you were suggesting is to adopt the, the language on putting a third party expert in the study. However, the funding shall come through a different process, the budget. I just wanted to make sure that we didn't tie, if there's no money in the Public Service Commission's carry forward, that we're not uh, putting an unfunded mandate there. And we, we, I think the committee agrees we need experts, right? Yes, and I think that that nuance uh, ought to have been included in my yeah. characterization of the motion. Just a technicality. Okay. 
Thank Sounds you. Sounds good. Is there anybody else in the audience that objects strenuously to what we're talking about here right now? Okay, thank you very much. Senator, would you like to put that in motion? You got it? So moved. Okay. Is there a second? Uh, whatever that motion is. <laughs> All in favor say aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you very much. Okay. Is that it? That's it. That seems like all the differences. To move it to full. Yeah, oh, yeah, we'd need to move it to full. Thank you very much, Senator. A favorable report on the bill as amended. Is there a second? Second. And, and, and also, if I may, Mr. Chairman, just understand that um, between now and when the full committee convenes, we'll continue to, to look at, you know, finessing the, the, the language further and I think all of us would reserve the right to, to uh, support further amendment in full committee if needed. Of course, reserving all rights. There's been a motion and a second. All in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? Thank you very much. Thank you all.